Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He. I am your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. This is Josh Frankenstein. That was... All right. And this is Drew Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> what, just a little long-winded? Like, no, it's just, okay. you know, normally you just kind of fly had, right into it. It felt like I had to think about it for a second, actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. He had an existential crisis for a moment. <laughs> What's my name again? <laughs> God? Uh, who am I? <laughs> Anyways, hey, before we kick into this episode, just want to say once again, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. And uh, guys... We just want to give a little shout out to our newest patron, Justin Chapman, chipping in for two bucks a month. So, uh, thank hey. you, Justin. Thanks, man. Thank Justin, you. you rock, bro. You rock. Dude. I'm glad we get to say a new one once every three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got it's a slow grind, baby. It, it's a it's slow grind. It's heartlifting, it's inspiring, <laughs> yeah. and it's appreciated. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. He's, he's, getting, he's getting that bonus content. So, it's Ooh. good stuff. Scary. I hope I hope you enjoy yeah. it. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> By the Why way, it scary, for anyone Drew, who because listens, it's uncensored? yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say for anyone who listens to our podcast, if you'd like to go down the uncensored route, you know, just that's usually subscribe. when I get the ones out that I'm not allowed to say on here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <for> <laughs> we want to. We don't want to. We don't want to get that explicit rating on iTunes, but uh, <laughs> we'll Patreon.com. <laughs> we'll roll the dice on Patreon. <laughs> there you go. You give us $2 and we'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> Fellas, a uh, couple of awesome things this week. Number one, guys, as you know, I am a big wrestling fan. Uh, Survivor Series happened this weekend, and I got a bunch of buddies. We go in on a pool together. There's no money involved, but... Whoever has the most points at the end of the night gets to take home a little kid's toy belt. And fellas, it's been a long time coming, but you are looking at the new champion. That's right. I got to take the belt home this week. So I would, uh, I would congratulate <laughs> you if I cared, dude. <laughs> if I had one little inkling, what of, makes you the champion by watching WWE, dude? I I picked the most accurate win winners. Like I. I predicted all the the most. Wait, 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 yeah, no, no, I was going to say, so you're involved in fantasy wrestling? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) sort of, yeah. (laughs) Dude, we get, we get together, we eat barbecue. We, we, we get together, we eat barbecue, we drink beer, and we, we strip watch down wrestling. to our skivvies. We oil, oil ourselves down. Yeah. You watch oiled up dudes in underwear wrestle each other. There are men and women there. It's not just dudes. Uh huh. Dude, that's that's uncomfortable. Dude, I texted you a picture of Mustafa Ali coming to the coming to the ring. I know you don't know who that is, but it was cool, right? Let this be a lesson to all. When you raise a state full of preachers' children, this is what happens. Oh yeah. Dude. Nerd alert. Utah coming out of the shell. Anyways. Ronda Rousey got her butt kicks. All right, so, guys. Oh, dude, it was brutal. It was so bad. <laughs> Why is she still doing was... anything involved with? It must have been in her contract. Isn't and all that stuff what? staged? Yeah. Yeah, she was supposed to lose. Dude, they're, 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 yeah, they're telling a story. So, I mean, yeah, they, they had it planned. But <laughs> when you're watching it in the moment. They're telling a story. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's a, it's a narrative that you're following. Like you're, in, you're engaged. You're invested in this story. So next time, it's going to be a continuation of what happened from this last time. 
Yeah, so so when the big show on Sunday oh ends, then gosh, the next show's dude. on Monday, and there's the yeah they're they're gonna get together, they're gonna talk about it, you know, they're gonna there's gonna be a blow off where they, it's good stuff, man. Wait, you know a what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't also do that at the parties, do you? <laughs> there was men and women. Okay. Anyways, moving on. I can tell my wrestling talk is not appreciated here. There's somebody out there who's loving this right now. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Yeah, dang it. What, the blow-off? You got a problem with the blow-off? It's a technical term! Okay, anyway. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this week, I had one of those interactions again that just... I don't know how this happens to me, okay? I went into, I went into my local Sprouts... And I was going in to buy like $20 worth of groceries, like just a quick trip. But as you know, this time of year is like that season where every place you go is asking for a donation. Okay. And I told you about the, the old lady at Walgreens. We've talked about this several times, actually, and how tips are basically a donation, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No? Okay. I'm sorry. I told you about the old lady at Walgreens. I didn't want to disappoint her, but she was, you know, she was asking me to donate a buck. So I do it when I go in there. But this was this was the ultimate. I go into Sprouts and I get up to the checkout line. And this lady, dude, bless her heart. Like English is not her first language, and that's fine. But I'm just not really understanding what she's asking me, but I hear the word donate like do i want to donate and i'm like sure so she's like oh wow thank you so much thank you for doing that like that's so generous and i'm like what did i just do <laughs> so she reaches over and she pulls up this grocery bag that's like they call it their give and go grocery bag and so basically you buy this bag of groceries and then they give it to somebody and these uh these grocery bags they are valued at much more than $1. And so she shows it to me and at this point when I see the price tag on it I say to myself on the inside I'm screaming because I know that I can't look at her in the eye and go oh wait actually no because then I'm going to look like a huge douchebag. <laughs> uh, but on the but on the outside I'm like oh no this is fine this is going to be okay. So she goes ahead and rings up my donation of a grocery bag for $11. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know how to get out of it, so I just paid it. So So once again. Listen, son. (laughs) When someone asks you if you want to make a donation, you simply say no. Dude, (laughs) we don't give our money away. They love you. They Dude. love you. That was my best Ron Swanson. Sorry, I tried. <laughs> it almost sounded a little bit like Barack Obama, so I wasn't <laughs> sure what you were going with. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. Talking, we, uh, give away our money. Uh, <laughs> no, I... Wait, what was that supposed Dude, to be? That was supposed to be Barack Obama. But it didn't come off as Barack Obama. So we should definitely not give this up because even if we can't get it right, it's probably still kind of funny. So, <laughs> Dude... Look forward to our next episode, recast a film, Barack Obama. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, dude, uh, I was just in that position once again where it was like, I don't want to disappoint somebody, but this time instead of $1, it was $11. And, dude, it's better to it give than to though? receive. So, yeah. What's that? Do you feel good about it afterwards? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's half a tank of gas. <laughs> wow, how much is half gas a- in Utah? Yeah, it's like a quarter. Oh, dude. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, that's like an eighth so. of a tank of gas for me, dude. I, I got a I got a diesel guzzler, and I pay four dollars a gallon. Yeah. So oh, yeah, it's that's rough. It's pricey, fellas. I'm just doomed. We haven't even hit Thanksgiving, and I'm already so deep into this. I'm gonna have to. T- <laughs> I'm going to have to take out a loan. So anyway. Dude, <laughs> Don't give, leave the house. Send Andy to the yeah, store. I bet she could tell him no. <laughs> <laughs> also, Just, what you didn't know was a part of that donation is a recurring charge of $11 a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> for the next 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> and you have so. to opt out. There is no, there's no closing. There's a grocery subscription. <laughs> so all I'm trying to say is give fi- find opportunities to give this holiday season, people. Find opportunities because some of us are doing more than our fair share. Dang it! <laughs> I'll let you Josh, carry. How the, you doing? I'll let you carry the bag for all of us, Rob. Yeah, for real. <laughs> how yeah. you doing, man? Uh, you know, I, I'm 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 doing okay. I had quite a disappointing experience this week when I went to my local Costco shore, store. Um, I figured I would go this week prior to Thanksgiving because, you know, just like any other grocery place, like grocery store or, you know, anything, warehouse, you know it's just going to be busy Monday through Wednesday leading up to Thanksgiving because everyone's, you know, going to be doing their oh, shopping sure. last minute. So I, I figured I would go to Costco last week. For me, Costco is always a very, very pricey expenditure. Um, I don't get away without spending X amount of three-digit numbers it's also you know, not at Costco oh. yeah it's not an enjoyable um, store to be at not anymore at least it wasn't last week because it was so busy yeah dude like cars so extre- yeah so oh. extremely busy trying to find a parking spot sucked you know I don't know what it is with Costco but it didn't used to be this bad but that that wasn't like my biggest heartache because I was actually able to get in and get out fairly quickly despite how busy it was what I was super disappointed about is I am like a Costco executive platinum plus member man i spend so much money at costco (laughs) on an annual basis and when i'm there and i'm buying my liquor i expect kirkland tequila silver to be there (laughs) and it wasn't no and it hasn't been for five months so costco where's my kirkland tequila silver because josh frankenstein has got to have his margaritas (laughs) <laughs> on a nightly basis yes and my margarita is actually a cocktail of simply limeade with tequila that's it i don't do anything <laughs> more. It, is, it is more outdoor philosophy than any cocktail that you could possibly think of okay but i just want to know where art thou where art thou kirkland tequila silver because i have four children that i'm trying to raise and i'm spending money hand over fist at costco and i can't even get my tequila so Somebody, if you have an in, say something to somebody at Costco because all the ones that work in the one in Merced don't know why they don't have Kirkland Tequila Silver anymore. Instead, they've got tequila gold, and it's like twice as much, and it tastes twice as... It's so bad. It's not even good. So (laughs) I just, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. But I did, however, default to my my classic Kirkland six-year-age whiskey and... 
dude, that stuff's good. So <laughs> if you guys aren't catching the drift, I drink a lot these days. So. <laughs> I am I mean, figuring that out, yes. <laughs> With the amount of money you spend there, you should have the CEO's private number. I yeah, mean, yeah, at this point. It, it would, you would think so, and it, and it should feel that way. But unfortunately, I have not attained uh, multi-diamond platinum status, whatever that uh, that level is. It's so, probably just like a solid you know, black card with nothing on it yeah, at all. It probably is. Ooh. Like, yeah, no limit, no Fancy. nothing. At just, that point, they just give you a microchip. At that point, you're good. No, no, we're never <laughs> going to go down that road. I, I don't want. I don't want multi deco ten, ten diamond status. If that's the case, so just, you, you can keep that. I'll, I'll just hard pass on on the microchip. But you can anyway. get all the tequila you want, and then access to those local Illuminati meetings. Yeah, you're good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that could be good for the show too. I, I should probably rethink my strategy here. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, you you know what makes it worse, uh, and you guys are fathers. So what what makes it worse is you know when you when you work really hard, when you work and you <laughs> make money, <laughs> and you make money to put food in the mouths of your children, who don't eat anything that you put in front of them. I I haven't experienced that yet. No, you have not, because your baby who is three months old just you know, eats what's put in front of her, and we won't go there. But <laughs> we all know that, what that is. <laughs> it's a family show. <laughs> it's, a, it's a family show. Um, dude, tonight, man, like, so speaking of Costco, one of, one of the staples that we buy is the orange chicken, like, packet that they oh, have beautiful. there. Yeah, Absolutely. It, 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 Absolutely. Dude, so easy to cook. It's really fast. It's Crowd simply. Pleaser. Side of rice. Yeah, you would think it would be a <laughs> So... My my oldest daughter is like the pickiest eater, dude. And this is supposed to be good. I mean, this is honey orange chicken. Like, you don't get any more American than honey orange chicken. Like, it's just <laughs> that's how it is. For anyone out there who doesn't know, orange chicken was actually created like here in America. It's not a Chinese dish at all. Oh, I mean, dang. so yeah, it's straight up American. Taking us to school right now. Yeah, I love it. So God bless America. All of my kids. Save one. Love this meal. Rice, sugary chicken. Yeah. What's not to like, right? Sure. What is except, she, a communist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the red child. Um, <laughs> except for one who will literally, and I've got that one, she will literally stare at her, her plate, her bowl. And we've, we've had to force this over the last several weeks now for an hour. Ugh. Two hours. Oh my Two and a half hours. Tonight was the longest time. We had dinner at 5.15 this evening, and she was still sitting at that table 20 minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ouch. And so Been there. in the last half hour, I just went and sat down across the table from her, and we just stared at each other for like 15 <laughs> minutes. Just... Direct eye contact. And she has this look on her face that she's trying to be like tough and stubborn, but you can also tell that she wants to cry, like just break down and cry, but, but she, she can't do it want because, to. you know, yeah, daddy's right <laughs> across the table. And so, like all good fathers, I break the silence first. <laughs> and I, I look at her and I say, You're going to eat that. You are absolutely going to eat that. Or you were going to stay here all night long. Oh, that's and awesome. she just looks at me and she just shakes her head. 
just oh no shakes her head and i mean i had i had separate it was literally just one bite of chicken man with some rice that i pulled off and it was just one bite that i was telling her that she had to eat and i look at her and i was like don't you shake your head at me you are absolutely going to eat that you are definitely going to eat that or you are going to stay up all night long until you do and she just starts shaking her head more vigorously just doesn't say anything just puts that lip out eyes down to the table and starts shaking her head and finally like i get loud and i'm like abby you are going to eat that one (laughs) (laughs) and she just bursts out crying (laughs) right like that's her response and i was like you don't want to know what's going to happen after three two (laughs) she's like yeah and she's got it like on her fork right just like sitting in front of her and i'm about ready to hit three and she's all of a sudden just puts it in her mouth just she's sitting there and she is bawling (laughs) meanwhile my wife is sitting on the couch looking over at us and just does that like wife thing right just like (sighs) (laughs) doesn't say anything doesn't doesn't like you know undermine me doesn't doesn't say a word just (sighs) either either way i just want to say for all the losses that i feel like i suffered this week I beat my six-year-old child. So, and by beat, I mean I, I won the fight of her eating the food. Like I didn't lay a I didn't lay a hand on her. Yeah, we'll slice up that audio clip and post it out of context. No problem. So, anyway, I know that was a long-winded story, but it's kind of like the summary of my week leading up to Thanksgiving. You know, and I'm really, I'm really struggling of what to be thankful for. So, there's, Drew, there's, there's been a trend here, dude, and all of your victories have been over your kids. It's, <laughs> it's a very sad life I live. You know what, Drew? Drew, you'll get there. But all I have to say is, as one dad to another, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You win some, you lose some. Where, Sometimes you need to win. Where's my belt, Rob? Where's my belt? That's right. If anybody need needs a WWE championship belt, belt, it's this guy. <laughs> That's awesome. So, right anyway. on. Well, my week was, uh, dude, it was just really busy and crazy. And I'm glad that I'm in a new week now. And. So I didn't have anything super exciting going, but I decided to break out a story today. Now, this right. story is not anything that happened recently. You guys are familiar with this one. It goes back about 17 years or so. 17 years. <laughs> what the heck? I okay. hope this is the story that I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school. It is. It is. <laughs> And I played basketball. And oh um, yes, <laughs> practiced a lot, right? Yeah. See, we've. <laughs> I think we've t- we've kind of touched on this story once or twice on this podcast and said that we would talk about it. So tonight is the night. So <laughs> I take this, that Christmas back. has come early. Christmas, at this point. I do have something to be thankful for <laughs> for sure. You do. <laughs> so God bless us, everyone. Sophomore year, dude. Basketball tryouts. The last night of tryouts, man. We're doing the very last exercise, and I fall down and I break my arm. And yeah, sucked, sucked big time. <laughs> Out for the season. Out for the season, dude. 
So, but you made the team, right? Made the team. Yeah, other people got cut. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guy that could still shoot the basketball, yeah, he got cut. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were hurting. They were hurting for people. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should tell you the state of the basketball program. They're like, yeah, we're going to keep the guy on injured reserve. <laughs> we, dude, we never won. We never won. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> So make the team season goes on. They're like the coach is like, oh, would you still want to dress out? And I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) why would I want to do that? So we get to it's time to take off the cast, dude. There's three games left. The first game back that I was supposed to play uh, was up in Kalinga, which is like an hour and a half from here. And (laughs) For game days, we had to wear specific clothing. We had to wear khakis, a white shirt with a tie. Yeah. Well, it looked like dapper gentlemen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what was funny is the parents who serve lunch on game days would always bring things like spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that gets everywhere. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. I'm wearing business casual. Like. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Anyway. So all my friends are excited, you know, my first game back and blah, blah, blah. So we get into Kalinga, and we decide to uh, go get something to eat. And so we stop at McDonald's. And what do I get? I get two Big Macs and a large Coke. (laughs) You're just tempting fate. (laughs) Yeah. I've never done it since then. (laughs) So I... We, we eat and everything, and then we get to the gym. And, of course, you know, uh, that was on JV at the time, so freshman team was warming up. JV and varsity goes and sits at the far end of the gym, away from the exit door, at the very top of the bleachers, right? It's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Not a smart thing to do. No. But <laughs> it's that's what cool people do. do. Yeah. So I'm sitting up there, dude, and the game gets going, and everyone's kind of joking around and stuff, and then all of a sudden I get like this, in my stomach oh no and i'm like oh that's not good maybe that'll go run of the mill this is a normal friday night i'll just let me just meditate (laughs) (laughs) i just meditate it goes away help me john travolta (laughs) so i'm sitting there dude and like you know maybe a couple minutes later there's another one I'm like, Wait, oh, you stuck not- around for part two? <laughs> oh, not just part two. Yeah, that that <laughs> that sequel had a double ending. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No. So <laughs> I'm sitting there, dude, and then it was like contractions, dude. It just get kept getting closer and closer together. You know oh. these these sounds. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is gonna be a thing. So <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be an experience. Yeah. So I this get is not up, a dude, dry run. Yeah. And I start. I, <laughs> so true. <laughs> so I start walking down the bleachers, and they're old wood bleachers, dude. And every step, you just hear it clunk, 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 clunk. And I get down to the floor, and I'm like power walking, dude, down. <laughs> The 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 out of bounds line, and feels like it should be a YouTube clip. Oh, <laughs> if there was cell phones at the time, I'm glad there were not. <laughs> I'm glad I grew up when I did. So, I'm I'm power walking, dude. And then all of a sudden, it really starts to hit, dude. So like, I run and I just slam the door open and I run into the bathroom, 
And I have a thing about public bathrooms, dude. Like, I, they make me uncomfortable. Uh, probably stems back to being a kid at Fuller. And you try to go to the bathroom and people are looking underneath the stall. <laughs> Major Lee. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. so, <laughs> so I go into the bathroom and of course, you know, it's for multiple people. So I can't lock the main door. So I run into the stall, dude, and I'm trying to undo my belt. And I'm like, no, I got to lock the door. So I go to lock the door and then like, no, I really got to get these pants down. So I go to do that, <laughs> dude. And right when I get them like halfway down, it just came out. The enemies at the gates. <laughs> oh, yeah. The enemy was had breached the gates. <laughs> those, those bubbles turned inside out. Oh, dude, it was like it was like all in one shot. <laughs> you know? oh, like, no. Just so explosive, dude. Like I have never been a part of anything like that. Paint the wall stones. <laughs> oh, painted everything, dude. I felt. Oh. Well, I was scared. Actually, I was terrified, dude, because Did I was you sneeze before this. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm feeling much better, <laughs> dude. So I have khakis that are halfway down my butt <laughs> that has uh, that are soiled. That's running all the way down the pants. Oh gosh! <laughs> on my socks, in my <laughs> shoes, uh, probably on the back of my white shirt. I don't know. Try to express in words the <laughs> panic that you were feeling in this moment, uh, dude. Okay, I've been it hit. Must by have been a, delicious. Like I've been, just I've, been hit, I've been hit by a bull before, and staring at that thing was not as scary as what happened to me in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All you can sit there and think to yourself is uh, this is a very defining moment oh, in my high dude. school life. <laughs> I, I was frozen in my place, dude, with my hands on my pants, <laughs> with them halfway down, just kind of sitting there going, what do I do next? Like, You're like, if I walk out naked, will, any, will that be a big deal? <laughs> dude, yeah, I didn't have any of my stuff. No cell phones to like text somebody and go, hey, can you bring me my gym bag? <laughs> Nothing, dude. Not that I would probably want to do that anyway. Because wait, wait, what time of year was this? Basketball season, dude. Like, uh, I don't know, October, November. Oh, dude. Okay, see, I was hoping you'd say October, bro. You strip down. You go over to the paper towels. Fashion a mummy costume. <laughs> you're, you're doing <laughs> True. All that, of a sudden, think, you're the coolest guy in school, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the way it works, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's amazing, though. dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So <laughs> suddenly everybody's calling you the Pharaoh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> how awesome would that be, dude, to be crowned oh prom Pharaoh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm the prom Pharaoh first and last hey, ever. <laughs> we'll just call me Pharaoh from now on, you know, based on what I did in there. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we digress. So, you, you're, you, let's get back. You were knee deep in your own Duke. What happened? Uh, okay, so 
I'm sitting there, dude. Pause for a while, <laughs> trying to contemplate what's going to happen. There's no cleaning this up. I mean, it's like not effectively anyway. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like all over the toilet. So if you've ever been to a public restroom and you wonder, like, how does that happen? <laughs> because the world lives on McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guilty. <laughs> so finally, I snap out of it, dude, and kick the shoes off, kick the socks off, underwear, garbage. <laughs> There's no salvaging that. The pants you slam dumped it right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did, everything was happening so fast, dude. So and yet so slow. It was like, dude, it was, it was, like, cleaning, yeah, it was like cleaning up a crime scene, dude. Oh my gosh! Oh, worst. So I get the bottom half of everything off. Socks are in the trash. Underwear's in the trash. I wipe out the shoes as best as I can. Oh. <laughs> you wipe out the shoes as, as best, best as you can. can. Yeah. What am I going to do? Go out That's there a sound bite for you. <laughs> <laughs> the so, funny thing is, is, I mean, most of the time people are trying to wipe off their shoes, like, <laughs> you know, the, oh, yeah, the bottoms know. and the sides. Yep. Yeah. It, it hit flesh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can't really bang that out of there like some sand or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I was in there for good. <laughs> it was a part of the shoes. Dude, <laughs> your feet smell like crap. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so now the job is to salvage the khakis. And keep in mind, I'm in a bathroom that I can't lock the door. And so I am standing at the sink, which looking at the sink in the mirror, the door is immediately to my left. Right. And there's like three wash stations and I'm in the middle one. <laughs> and the whole time I'm sitting here rinsing my pants out underneath the sink with no pants on, no underwear <laughs> on. I have shoes on, from the waist down. <laughs> I have shoes on with no socks. <laughs> <laughs> And my white T-shirt with my tie. <laughs> Wait, was was there was there any lotion or any powder? No. Okay. <laughs> there was nothing. Could have could have made yourself a pair of pace pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, that's too amazing. Bad. That's too bad. So I'm sitting here, and the entire time I'm sitting here washing my pants out, I'm staring at the door. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, God, if you have just an ounce of mercy at this point, <laughs> you'll make it so that none of those 200 people have to go to the bathroom right now. And that is the greatest miracle of all. <laughs> yeah, that, that dude. is correct. Because you know they all had the same McDonald's. Well, so I'm yeah. surprised. Well, dude, and here was the thing, dude, is it took me a, a solid five to seven minutes to rinse out the pants. So once I was done with that and that was I got through that without anybody else coming in there. Now I had to go to the other side of the aisle way and I had to hit the dryer and <laughs> drying my pants out underneath the hand dryer, dude. Again, oh now staring to my right, thinking, God, please, we've come so far. See, <laughs> the really unfortunate thing is if you had just had the knowledge back then that you did today, you know, if someone did walk through that door, <laughs> you just cover your face. 
<laughs> nothing to worry about. <laughs> so I finally I get my pants dry enough to uh, make my reentry back into <laughs> the social world. Hey, Drew, did you, <laughs> didn't you go in there with khakis? <laughs> <laughs> I came out with khakis. So what I had to do is because you could still see uh, stains on the inside of the oh, pant legs. Of course. Uh, I had to kind of like finagle them sideways a little bit. And then I was like kind of walking weird like I was sick, you know. And we get into the locker room to change and get ready for the game. And everyone's like, oh, man, are you excited? I'm like, oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm like, nah, I think I might be coming down with the flu. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I didn't play in the game. And I got all the way through. Nobody ever noticed anything about my pants, dude. <laughs> and we get on the bus. And I'm sitting next to this kid. And, we, dude, we, we got our butts kicked. Like, we drove all the way up there to do it. You know, I, had, I obviously got the worst end of the deal out of everybody. <laughs> I lost all the way around. <laughs> so we get on the bus and we sit down. And everyone's pissed off. And this kid that I'm sitting next to, he goes, man... Let's get out of here. This place smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does this town. This town, the thing that smells so bad. <laughs> and I was able to hold on to that story for myself all the way through my high school career. No one wow. ever knew. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Dude, that's like the greatest drinking story, actually. Like I've I've been around that story for so many years now, and I've been able to hear you tell it in so many different ways. It's become a fine wine. <laughs> like <laughs> just keeps getting better. It, uh, you know, I, I just have to tell everybody who who just got done listening. You you may have you may not have thought there's there's a chance maybe you didn't think that that was the greatest story ever. But if you ever get a chance to sit down with Drew Carroll and have him tell you that story so you can see the reactions on his face yeah, and the mannerisms the of the terror uh, <laughs> that, that took place that day. It just brings everything. It brings that story together. And if you think that's the only one I got, you're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, fellas, on that note, when we come back, we're going to head south of the border, like way south, like Didn't we Antarctica. just get done visiting? <laughs> I, I've had enough border. of that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, stick with it. <laughs> All right, and welcome back to the show. Fellas, I have for you a gift that I, I love to give every once in a while, and that is a true story with Rob Lamb. Yes, I love true stories. Fellas, <laughs> I never thought I would say these words, but Dateline Antarctica. The headline reads, wait, Antarctic... Wait, wait, did you just say Dateline Antarctica? Yeah, that's like what the, all the... That's what the, the like the, like news anchors when they're like, going like, to share they doing a story. A like there's a station that broadcasts from Antarctica? Is, like they, they is, tell Chris, you they, is Chris Hansen up there doing a sting on Eskimos? It's <laughs> not, not Dateline if they say... <laughs> They'll say Dateline and then where it happened. It's, oh. prof it's, profession it's 
I'm trying to be professional, guys. Okay, gotcha. here we go. Gotcha. Hiding okay. in an igloo. <laughs> guys, I'm trying I'm trying to be professional over here, so let me just let me get back in my voice. All right, all right, go, go, go. <clears throat> Fellas, Dateline Antarctica. The headline reads, Antarctic scientist stabbed colleague who kept telling him the endings of books he was reading. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break this down. <laughs> a scientist researching at a remote Russian research station in Antarctica allegedly stabbed and injured a colleague following a breakdown after the latter kept on revealing <laughs> endings of books he was reading. Now, it probably shouldn't surprise you, but I'm pretty sure they're both Russian. Let's break this down. <laughs> Sergei Savitsky, age 55, and his 52-year-old colleague, Oleg Bologazov. I'm sure I butchered that. Sorry, you definitely Bologazov. butchered that. I don't know the how to door. correct it, but you butchered it. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? <laughs> they passed the long hours at Bellinghausen Station on King George Island in the Antarctic by reading. It says a report from Russian news agency Interfax, which I'm sure you can trust them, uh, said last week, Savitsky was accused of stabbing Bologozov. Sorry, that was really bad again. In the chest with a knife at the Antarctic base. Interfax reported the incident likely happened because the pair spent four years in close proximity to each other and Savitsky snapped. <laughs> <laughs> of course, dude. It is believed that Savitsky alleged uh, sorry, it is believed Savitsky's alleged attack on the other man was because, in quote, he was fed up with the man telling him the endings of the books he was reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Belaguzov's heart was injured in the attack and he was admitted to intensive care, but his life is understood not to be in danger. The alleged attacker was deported to Russia, uh, where he was immediately arrested and a criminal probe, pun intended, was launched. It is believed... <laughs> Get this! It is believed to be the first time in history that a man has been charged with attempted murder in Antarctica. And... It was the Russians. <laughs> and it was over exactly. books. And it was over books, yes. I mean, um, would you expect anything less? Now, just to yeah, wrap it up it here. sounds Al like the way they would roll, actually. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I it sounds pretty that. Russian, right? Yeah. Now, just to wrap it up here, Alexander Klep Klep Klepikov. Uh, dang it, dude. Leprechaun. Okay, deputy, di <laughs> de deputy director of <laughs> Arctic and Antarctic. <laughs> what? You almost said something. It sounded like you almost said something else. <laughs> let me let me just take that again. <clears throat> They're just so Russian. Okay. Alexander Klepikov, Leprechaun. deputy director of the Arctic and Antarctic Research Institute, told Russian television. They have televisions there. Uh, they are both professional scientists who have been working in other expeditions, spending year-long seasons at the station. It's down to investigators to figure out what sparked the conflict, but both men are members of our team and are professionals. Except guys. one is now going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess he's not really a member of the team anymore. And the other one's in the ICU. So he's Which also a member of the team. <laughs> Where is the ICU? Like, how do you get someone who's been stabbed in the chest to an ICU? In Antarctica. Maybe just take him outside and cock him with snow. Something tells me that the person who stabbed this individual was also his main life support. Like, to get him... So do you think he stabbed a him first and aid facility had a or something. moment of clarity and was like, I'm going to take you to the hospital? <laughs> <laughs>
He was like, Alexander, I'm so sorry I stabbed your heart. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get you to a doctor. <laughs> Does this guy have the greatest bar story? Like, can this guy get all the chicks? He's basically like, oh yeah, oh, oh, that, oh yeah, that happened. Well, uh, one time I was in Antarctica and I got stabbed in the heart and I lived. No. Like... He's the most hardcore dude ever, man. No, because then they go, no. what were you doing in Antarctica? I'm a scientist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yeah. But Studying. I got stabbed in the heart and I lived. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Is there, I guess, guys, spoilers are a real thing. Okay, spoilers can can make or break the world, man. I mean... I'll tell you was this, this was this stabbing justified? Absolutely it was. Absolutely <laughs> it was. <laughs> you Oh, you don't agree? Drew, I'm, don't agree? I'm just going to wait uh, for what you have to say. Okay. I might agree. Let's see. <laughs> when you are stuck in Antarctica, it's not like you can go to the nearest Chick-fil-A or you know, a Barnes and Noble to get away from the person that you are sharing close quarters with for 4 years. 4 years. 4, four. four years. If I had to be shacked up in, in a space that doesn't allow me to go anywhere, and my one joy is reading, and that one individual is Who's taking a Russian? my joy from me every <laughs> day or on a weekly basis, I'm going to give the guy a break. I, I think he had it coming. Like, <laughs> I don't think he should go to jail. Um, if anything, he should, uh, he should be slapped on the wrist and sent to his room for, you know... A week. <laughs> Another four years in An Antarctica. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You can have your old job back. <laughs> yeah. By himself this time. Yeah. No, you're working with the other dude, but no knives. That's your punishment. No knives. <laughs> you have to listen to I him just... spoil the end of every book for the next four years, uh, but you get no knives. I just, I just want to imagine that he's like laying in a hospital bed. He's in and out of consciousness. Maybe a priest comes. <laughs> sitting next to him, you know, like just giving him his last rites, maybe reading him the Bible. And then suddenly his buddy pops in and is like, Jesus wins. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sergey, I kill you. <laughs> All I have to say is, folks, spoilers are a real thing. Be careful. Be kind. Show some respect. Otherwise, you might get stabbed in the heart. I'm glad that didn't happen to me when I spoiled Ladder 49 for everyone I came in contact with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You spoiled more than that one. What other one? Uh, I'm not going to say because I don't want you to go on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> you spoiled a huge plot point, but I'm not done with the series yet, so I don't need it spoiled anymore, Drew. You still haven't made it through Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Today will not be the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as always, as we come to the end of our time, fellas, let's talk about what we've learned. Number one. I think we can all agree, dude, Kalinga sucks. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> nothing good happens there. Your basketball team loses. You crap your pants. and I haven't been back since. There you go. Good job. By the way, what, what, what they, is waiting for you? What do they call a pretty girl in Kalinga? Guy, <laughs> a visitor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang for, it! For our Klinga fans, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Number two. If we had There are no beautiful women in Kalinga. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's 1A, by the way. Yeah, 1A. That's also where they filmed Where the Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hired no actors. They just used the town folk. <laughs> like a guy walked around with a camera for two weeks and then he just left. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Just ask me to donate to something because I'm pretty much a sure bet and I, I hate it. <laughs> How about you donate to our Patreon? <laughs> My wife already is, Drew. <laughs> Son of a... Do you know Justin as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a good guy! Okay. Um, and number three... Josh needs his tequila, so somebody just <laughs> contact corporate. Let's figure this out. Not somebody. We need to start. We need to start a protest of some kind, like, like a change.org petition company. Huh? I thought you were going to say a tequila <laughs> company. <laughs> that would actually be He's a be big better. dreamer, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot less hassle. I, d- I doubt I could actually make good tequila um, at a handle for $19. So, you know, pretty sure they got the uh, market cornered on that one. Oh, man. Dang it. Well, yeah. Anyway. Maybe. You win one, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. I guess do the protest. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Solid will plan. You, will you guys join me? Will no. You, <laughs> will there be tequila? <laughs> Maybe. <Wait. laughs> it's going to be another happening with Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You never know. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, we, as always, we just want to say thanks so much for listening and supporting the show. Make sure wherever you get your podcast, you go and leave us a review. And if you leave us a five-star, it really helps out the show. We appreciate it. Make sure you check out our Patreon. It's a great way to get ex- exclusive content, and it really helps out the show as well. Patreon.com slash Podcast. And until next time, I'm your host, Rob Lambert. I'm Josh Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Drew Carl. <laughs> <laughs> You tell me the end of this podcast, I stab you in the heart. Have a good night. (laughs) 